If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is VEASAN Daily Morning Bets. Here is your host, Josh Applebaum. Hello and welcome to VEASAN Daily Morning Bets, a quick 15-minute podcast highlighting the top games and biggest line moves that bettors need to know about each day. Today is Thursday, December 29th. Game of the Night. For the game of the night, we're going to kick off NFL Week 17 with a big Thursday night football showdown between the Dallas Cowboys and the Tennessee Titans. This game kicks off at 8.15 p.m. Eastern Time on Amazon Prime, and currently the Cowboys are listed as a big 12-point road favorite with a low total of 39.5. Now going into this matchup, we have two non-conference teams trending in completely opposite directions. The Dallas Cowboys are 11-4, they've already clinched a playoff berth, and they just beat the Eagles 40-34, covering as a four-point home favorite. Meanwhile, the Tennessee Titans have really struggled here as of late. They're 7-8 overall, and they're still in the hunt with the AFC South. They're battling here with the Jaguars, but they've lost five straight games. Tennessee just fell to the Texans 19-14, losing outright as a three-point home favorite. Now, in terms of this line movement, we've seen all movement toward the Dallas Cowboys. This game actually opened on the early look-ahead line of just Dallas minus 3 on the road, but we quickly saw this line get adjusted all the way up to Dallas minus 10 early in the week. And then over the last 24 to 48 hours, we've seen this line move further to Dallas. Now Dallas up to minus 12 or even minus 12 and a half at some shops. Now this is notable because Dallas isn't a huge public play. Obviously the public you know, knows that Dallas is the better team. Uh, however, this is a pretty good number here that the public is somewhat scared off by. Currently using our VEASAN.com bet splits, the Cowboys are getting 54% of bets, but 81% of the money. So it kind of leads you to believe that public is somewhat split, but those bigger, larger wagers are moving in Dallas's favor here uh, with a big bet discrepancy. Uh, one reason like Dallas, uh, you would see non-conference favorites do pretty well in the NFL, kind of the lack of familiarity benefiting, quote-unquote, the better team. You also have Sean Hockley, uh, who historically, again, the son of, of Ed Hockley, uh, who uh, definitely lifted weights, and maybe his son doesn't lift as many weights, uh, but he's the lead ref, and he has historically favored road teams, 56% against the spread. But a big reason for this line move to Dallas and why they're such a big favorite, not only is Dallas playing well and the Titans have struggled here, but there are a lot of big injuries on Tennessee's side. Uh, biggest one here would be Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry, uh, stud running back here, he's doubtful, expected to miss this game. You also have Malik Willis, the rookie quarterback here, uh, who will get the start tonight with Ryan Tannehill injured. Then you also have a bunch of other players, especially on the defensive side, who are expected to miss this game for Tennessee, including their star defensive tackle, Jeffrey Simmons, who's expected to miss this game. 
so despite all these, you know, big line moves uh, or the big line move toward Dallas and a pretty good bet split and non-conference advantage, this is why I think it's kind of a tough game to cap. Uh, obviously, if you're laying the points with Dallas now, you're kind of getting the worst of it, laying a 12 and a half. Uh, but you would have the Tennessee Titans still matching some betting systems here. Uh, if you look at double-digit dogs in the NFL this year, they're 12 and 7 against the spread, 63%. Dogs who failed to cover the previous week are 58 and, and 41 against the spread, 59%. Primetime dogs are 29 and 21 ATS, 58%. And Mike Vrabel in his career has done well when he's a dog getting points, 22 and 14 against the spread as coach uh, of the Titans here, 61% ATS. Now we have seen uh, a lot of money here toward the under as well. We open with a total of around as high as 44 and a half, mostly 42 and a half. Now we're seeing the sign get all the way down to 39 and a half. So pretty consistent movement here toward the under. This is notable because the public is saying, hey, it's the Dallas Cowboys. They score a lot. Good offense. Take the over. You're getting 74% of bets on the over, yet this line keeps falling. So it looks like some respected money is on the under, expecting a low scoring game here with a reverse line move to the under. Uh, quite a few betting systems on the under when the total falls at least a half point. Just take the under. It's very simple. You know, taking the under is a contrarian angle. Almost nine times out of ten here, public will want to bet an over. So kind of going the other way would mean you sweat a contrarian under. But when you have at least some indication of respected money on the under in the form of the line dropping, that's when the totals get even better. Uh, so the unders on the season this year are doing uh, very well just in general. They're 133 and 106, 56%. If you had bet uh, 100 bucks on every under this year, you'd be up almost $1,600. Uh, with almost a 8% ROI, but it's really those unders that fall. When the total falls leaves a half point, take the under. Uh, it's 75 and 50, 60% this season, uh, with an even better return on investment of almost 15%. Uh, you've also seen primetime unders do well, 32 and 18, 64%. We do expect a little bit of wind here. Uh, it's going to be about 50 degrees. It's not going to be that, that cold, uh, but the wind is going to blow 10 to 15 miles per hour. And when the wind blows 10 to 15 miles per hour, or sorry, when the wind blows 10 miles per hour or more, the under is 48 and 25 this year, 66%. And Tennessee has been a big under team this year, 10 and 5 to the under, including 5 and 2 to the under at home. So a lot of money here flowing in on Dallas. Uh, big line move in their favor, now over a double-digit favorite. Uh, and we have seen injuries here for Tennessee. There are some betting matches on betting system matches on Tennessee, uh, but also to that under. A lot of respect to money is leaning under in a lower-scoring game on Thursday Night Football. Make sure you got your Amazon Prime account ready to go uh, between the Titans and the Dallas Cowboys kicking off NFL Week 17. Best of the rest. For the best of the rest, let's go bowling. I'm looking at a 9 p.m. game tonight between Washington and Texas, the Valero Alamo Bowl. It'll be played on ESPN. And currently we have Texas listed as a three-point neutral site favorite with a high total of 67.5. We're going to this matchup. We have two ranked teams, two teams with good records, and two teams playing well as of late. You look at the Washington Huskies, they're 10-2. and They're ranked 12th in the country. They've won their last six games, and they just beat Washington State 51-33, covering as a two-point road favorite. Meanwhile, Texas, Hook'em, 8-4. They're ranked 20th in the country. They've won two straight to end their regular season, and they just beat Baylor 38-27, covering as a 10-point home favorite. Now, in terms of this line movement, Kind of an interesting line move here. You open Texas as a three-and-a-half-point neutral site favorite. We saw early in the bowl game season this line get all the way up to minus six, uh, Texas. But then since that time, uh, it's been all nonstop buyback here on Washington. Once you saw uh, the Longhorns get up to minus six, it's been consistent movement back toward the Huskies. Huskies got down to five-and-a-half, then five, then four-and-a-half, then four, then three-and-a-half, 
and now they're all the way down to the key number of three. So all late movement is leaning here toward Washington. Uh, Washington does have a pretty good bet split in this one. They're only getting 53% of bets, but 76% of the money. So that tells us that basically the public is split here, but all the bigger wagers, uh, again, uh, bigger, sharper bets coming from more respected betters are coming in on Washington, taking the points, causing that late line movement in their favor. I also think it's important too, when you're looking at line movement, you know, don't just, you know, automatically take the, the, the first initial move. You want to look at the line movement overall, you know, because the early move was toward Texas, but all this buyback is toward Washington. And again, all moves are important, but to me, it's those later moves when limits are raised, when bigger bets come in, that can really be meaningful uh, as a better. Uh, so all late movement does seem to be leaning Huskies in this one. We have seen bowl game dogs go 14 and 11 against the spread this bowl game season, 56% overall. You also look at kind of a motivational angle. Uh, Washington uh, is going to get their star quarterback playing in this one, Michael Penix Jr., uh, there's a question whether he'd go to the NFL. Nope, he's staying. He's returning for another year next year, and he's playing in this bowl game. So I was reading some quotes here about the team, quote-unquote, they're fired up that Penix is playing, uh, kind of a motivational spot in favor of Washington. And you look at Texas, they have a bunch of opt-outs here, uh, including their number one running back, expected to be a first-round pick, Bajan Robinson. He's not going to play in this game. He's going to go to the NFL. Their number two running back, Rashawn Johnson, is also opting out to get ready for the NFL, so they'll be down their top two backs. And then also a bunch of defensive players, including uh, their top linebacker, DeMarvion Overstam. Uh, he will be out for this game as well. So a bunch of opt-outs here on Texas. Uh, we've also seen some money to this over. You know, open up at around 65. You're now up to 67.5. Uh, that's notable because uh, you're taking not that overwhelming betting to the over. It's about 55% bets over, uh, pretty much in the same in terms of money here. Uh, so it's not overwhelming. It's not like 80% of bets are on the over. Uh, we are seeing this game uh, lean to the over a bit. It's going to be played in the Alamo Dome, so kind of perfect conditions indoors here. Uh, both teams have pretty good offenses. Uh, Washington's averaging 41 points a game. Texas is averaging 36 points a game. Obviously, Texas will be down their top two running backs, though. Uh, and you have seen Washington go 8-3-1 to the over. It's just tough for me to sweat these overs in bowl game season because unders have done so well. Unders this bowl game season are 17-9, and 65%. Uh, but again, got to admit here that some money did take this over, uh, as well as a bunch of buyback here on Washington as a dog in the Valero Alamo Bowl tonight, 9 o'clock on ESPN. Football season is the best time of year to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Get access to hourly pro tips, best bets from VEASAN experts, daily articles, power rankings, and expanded digital content and tools to help you become a better better. Just go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for more information. Josh's Sweats. For Josh's Sweats, my first sweat of the night, let's go back to that Monday Night Football Showdown. And I tell you what, guys, I'm going to take the under, uh, under 39 and a half. I actually uh, targeted this under earlier in the week. I got an under 42 and a half. Uh, this one that jumped out to me uh, pretty much right from the from the get-go. I'll still play the under now at this point. Obviously, you would have liked to got gotten a better number here. But I'll tell you why I like the under, and then I'll tell you why I don't really want any part of the spread. I guess maybe let's start with the spread. The reason why I'm not touching it is that Dallas does look kind of sharp. Again, they're only getting across the board. Uh, what do we mention there? They're getting 54% uh, bets, but 81% money. That's a pretty good bet split. You know, line move in their favor. Tennessee's got a bunch of injuries. Non-conference favorite. But it's tough for me to be laying a 12 or 12 and a half when the line opened much lower. So to me, if I'm slightly with the public, again, at least it's not 80% here. Uh, but the fact that Dallas, the lines move so much, they do look kind of sharp, but I'm getting the worst of it. It's a no bet for me, especially the fact that Tennessee is matching quite a few betting systems. So to me, it's a layoff with the spread. That's why I'm just going to go under here. 
To me, this is kind of an under that's checking off quite a few boxes. Right off the bat, line movement to the under. Again, mentioned it, open as high as 44.5, you know, 43, 42.5. Now we're down to 39.5, so there's been zero buyback on the over. It's been all under money flowing in here. Uh, no Derrick Henry to hurt the offense of Tennessee, Malik Willis. Uh, the running, the uh, the uh, rookie quarterback here. You haven't really generated much offense with Malik Willis at the helm, uh, and then also you look at Dallas as a big spread favorite. You know, teams getting uh, you know ten points or more theoretically you get up big. Maybe you take your foot off the gas, you run the ball, you chew up the clock. Uh, again, uh, to me, if I'm betting an over, I kind of want a a tight spread here. Maybe back and forth. Who knows? Maybe you go to overtime when a, you have a big spread. Maybe you get up big. You know, you're up to. And again, we saw that. Um, you know, last week, I know it wasn't a big spread there uh, with uh, with the Chargers, but they got up big in that game and kind of just ran the ball out. It benefits the under. So uh, to me, that's another edge to the under, but it's also a big betting system under. We mentioned it. You know, we've seen unders do well this this year in general, uh, 56%. Uh, but you look at those primetime unders, even better, 32 and 18, 64%. You're really contrarian, 74% of bets on the over. So just from a bet against the public standpoint, I like taking that under, only getting 26%. Big reverse line move. Why is line falling if everyone's taking the over? Tells me respected money on that under. Uh, unders that fall at least a half point, 60% this season. Uh, and then also you look at the windy under. You know, I'm kind of a, I'm kind of sad here because I'm a big windy under guy. And it was an epic windy under weekend last weekend where windy unders went 7-2 and two to the under. This is kind of one of the only windy under matches this week. Uh, but windy unders, 10 miles per hour or more, take the under, 48 and, 48 and 25, 66%. Uh, why is that important? Because when it's windy, it's hard to throw the ball. Uh, it is harder to make kicks. You're going to run the ball more and chew up the clock. So that's a benefit. And you are expecting, again, 10 to 15 mile per hour wins in this one. Uh, Sean Hockley is a good under referee. Historically, he's been 57% to the under. Uh, so, again, it's kind of a tough spread here. Yeah, Cowboys look like the obvious play anytime it's an obvious play. To me, that's when you should kind of lay off here. Uh, it looks good to be true. Typically, it is. So no play on the spread, but give me the under here. I got an early under 42.5 this week uh, from the Market Insights podcast and some of my appearances on VEASAN. I uh, mentioned that one as well. Uh, but now I'll take the reg the current number under 39.5, hopefully a low-scoring game either way. But give me the under in this one, under 39.5, Dallas and Tennessee. For my other Josh's Sweat of the Night, I'm going to take the Huskies, the other game that we just talked about. Give me the Huskies plus three. Uh, a couple reasons why I like Washington. Number one, this late buyback. Mention it. This game opened Texas minus three and a half, got all the way up to minus six, but all buyback has been on Washington. Pretty consistent here, down to three. Uh, this is a nine o'clock game tonight. Let's see if uh, by closer to tip off here or kickoff, I would love to see. I would love to take the three plus plus three now and see this line get down to two and a half. Again, to me, when I bet a game, I always want to see that line move my direction after I bet it, get some closing line value. So that'll be an indication here if you see this thing fall to two and a half that there'll be further Washington money. You know, if this thing gets up to three and a half or goes the other way, that'll be a worrisome sign here. But I'll take the plus three with Washington. Uh, pretty good bet split. They're only getting 53% of bets but 76% of the money. So again, public split, but bigger money's on Washington. That's a good plus 23% bet discrepancy. Again, late movement in their favor, which is meaningful. Uh, bowl game dogs, 14-11 against the spread, 56%. But it's not just a data play. It's not just a good bet split and a line move in favor of uh, Washington. It's also this motivational angle. Mention it, but Michael Penix Jr., he's playing in this one. Star quarterback. He could have gone to the NFL. He could have opted out for this game. Nope, he's going to play and he's going to return next year. That's a big boost, sends a big message here, I think, in the locker room of Washington. If your star quarterback's excited for this one, you should be too. So that's good vibes 
for uh, the Huskies here, and also opt-outs the other way negatively for Texas. Top two running backs are out, including Bajan Robinson. A bunch of good defensive players have opted out. Uh, so to me, that's a detriment where Washington is fired up that their star quarterback's playing and everyone else is, and they're a full roster, and they have no opt-outs. Meanwhile, Texas has opt-outs, and the line's going away from them. So you add all up there to me. We got line movement. We got good betting percentages. We have a motivational angle in favor of Washington. I'm taking the Huskies, plus three in this one. My last Josh's sweat of the night, you know I got to fit in an NHL bet as a puckhead guy, and we do have a big NHL slate tonight with 11 games. Got one bet for you. I'm going to go Washington Capitals. Give me the Caps, minus 165. At home tonight against Ottawa. I'm digging the Caps in this one. A couple reasons. Number one, I like the line movement. Capitals open around minus 160. We see them get bet up to minus 165. Some shops even a little bit higher, uh, closer to minus 170. We have seen home favorites with a line move in their favor do very well. 141 and 70, 67% this season. If you are a home favorite off a win, playing a team that missed the playoffs last year, 21 and 10, 68% this season. Regular favorites off a win, 195 and 110, 64%. So a lot of matches here with Washington, along with this line move. Also, Washington been playing really good hockey here uh, as Ovechkin's uh, trying to catch the great one in terms of goals, just hit 800. Uh, but Washington is 10 and 1 their last 11 games. They've really been playing great here. The Caps are 10 and 3 as a favorite. They're 11, 5 and 1 at home. Meanwhile, Ottawa just 4 and 13 as a dog. They've really struggled when they're expected to lose. They typically do. Knock on wood. Hope that continues tonight. And they're just 6, 8 and 2 on the road. Uh, offensively, pretty much even. Uh, around three goals a game for both both teams, but defensively, big advantage for the Caps, only giving up 2.8 goals a game versus 3.2 for Ottawa. So I'm going to ride the red-hot Caps here with a line move with a bunch of system matches. Give me the Caps at minus 165. That about does it for today's VEASAN Daily Morning Bets podcast on Thursday, December 29th. But a reminder, we have so much to offer at VEASAN, uh, and the best way to stay plugged into what we do at VEASAN, and of course, uh, letting you know what's going on uh, in the sports betting market on a daily basis. Easiest way to introduce, to introduce yourself to VEASAN and keep your finger on the pulse of the betting market is sign up for our free newsletter. Just go to VEASAN.com slash newsletter. Once you do, you'll get the VEASAN daily every single morning uh, with great sports betting content and information as you wake up with your bacon and eggs and your coffee in the morning. Uh, also, make sure you follow us on Twitter at VEASAN Live. You can follow me at Josh underscore insights. But I wish you the best of luck. Have a fantastic Thirsty Thursday. we got bowl games. we got Thursday Night Football. Uh, we got a lot of NHL. It's a big college basketball day. Uh, we have six games in the NBA. Uh, it's a great week to be betting on sports. So hopefully you are uh, turning a profit and cashing some tickets because as a wise man of VEASAN likes to say, that's what it's all about. Enjoy the sweats, everyone. Have a great Thursday and good luck. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host 
host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.